Men's Alliance is a growing movement of tribes meeting weekly for a rugged outdoor workout and a real-world devotion around a fire. We're flipping tires, swinging sledgehammers, talking about real struggles, and getting pushed physically and spiritually to become the husbands, fathers, and leaders God designed us to be. We'll get you out of isolation, out of your comfort zone, and into something tribal, rugged, and real. Welcome to the Men's Alliance Podcast. I'm Dave Goose Mills. And I'm Dusty Shadow Parker. Hey, today we're going to talk about signs on the wall in Mission Barbecue. Nice. <laughs> at the Navy Special Warfare School. All right. And, you know, some mental disclaimers. I'm going to tell a story about a go-ruck. And our theme today, as you saw on the on the title of this podcast, is choosing to carry more. Awesome. So, you know, there's this great sign that I love. I think Mission Barbecue is the uh, it's the second headquarters to Men's Alliance, really. And whenever we're in there for <laughs> yeah, our lunches, <laughs> um, they have a great sign on the wall. It says, choose the hard right over the easy wrong. Yep, that's a good. And I've always loved that. I think it's amazing. It's very true. But... I want us to move way past that today in our thinking as tribesmen and as spiritual leaders in our families and communities. We need to really honestly just be past that fork in the road of choosing right over wrong. Right. And I'm just going to assume for today's conversation that we've already chosen right over wrong and we're moving down that path. And now what I want to talk about today is choosing to carry more, right? We're talking about the difference between what's acceptable and what's incredible. So you think of this like you're doing everything right in your life. Yeah. Like you're not like committing any big major sins. Right. You're, you've already chosen the hard right over the easy wrong. But there's all kinds of stuff that you can get away with not doing and no one will think less of you for it. That's true. Like you can just be average and be good and you're okay. But as men's alliance tribesmen, I really want to call us out to choose to carry more, to choose to do a little extra to go a little further than the average guy on the sideline beside of us who's just getting by in life by not sinning terribly. Right. So I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever volunteered to lead a big project at work that you didn't have to raise your hand for? Gosh, at my current job, no. I haven't yet. What about? And I can't recall. Nothing, past jobs. Nothing still. Nothing sticks out. I'm sure I had in the Marines, but nothing nothing that really stands out that I can remember off the top of my head. I was told when I was a brand new lieutenant, and I got to my first flying squadron, I was told this advice, volunteer to lead the squadron Christmas party. <laughs> Before you go into boot camp, at least boot camp, your drill instructor will tell you don't volunteer for anything. <laughs> Fly under the radar. 
Just, oh, get, that's, just get through it. That's 100% true yeah. for, for getting, you know, getting then, by, getting through right, right, right. flying under radar. Yeah. I was told if you volunteer to lead the squadron, put together the squadron Christmas party, and you knock it out of the park, um, like everyone will know you now. Because there's yeah. a there's that's a, a big, that's like there's the Catalina wine mixer. Lieutenants. Yeah. That's, it's the Catalina <laughs> wine mixer. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, there's 150 lieutenants or whatever. And the squadron commander barely knows them all, but he'll remember the guy who like threw this killer. Right. This party. And then when he's got like an important project, yeah, when he needs somebody to do something important, like, so that was just what popped into my mind is like choosing to carry more is like, yeah. you can keep your hand down and you don't need to volunteer for the Catalina yeah. wine mixer. I love that. It's like <laughs> not don't volunteer for any big missions in the air force. You, you know, we, you can edit this out. <laughs> I asked this question. Yeah. No comment. Don't volunteer for any comment. If you want to make a difference in the Air Force, play on the Christmas party. <laughs> you know, I think I carried that for years as yeah. a as a four years as a lieutenant and then four years as a captain. When I was stationed in Okinawa, they were like, Hey, we need somebody to put together. We want to invite like the general on base to come visit our aircraft. Mm. And we need like a static display aircraft for him to get on board and like get oh, his wow. picture taken yeah, with yeah, public yeah. affairs there. Right. And we need a security police and, and we want to make an event and like without even thinking, just like my hand just went up. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm all over this. I got right. this because I'd already been kind of trained years before about that Christmas party thing. Right. Like yeah. this is how you, this is how you carry more. Here's what I want us to think about spiritual leaders carrying more though. Um, I, I'm sure everybody listening to this is probably, we've all volunteered to, to lead that corporate company party right? or escort the v, the VIPs that are from out of town or, you know, like do that extra thing where you can keep your hand down and you're still on the right path. Yeah. But you've, you've made that decision once or twice in any job, I'm sure, where you went, you know what, I'll take this on. I'll carry a little yeah. more. So I want our listeners thinking about times when they've chosen to carry more. And if you want to send those in, I'd love to hear from you. Thinking back and even how I am now for a lot of things, I won't volunteer for something unless there's minimal room for error that I won't be able to just knock it out of the park you know what i mean yeah. so it's like if it's not something that i think i can do and be super successful at I'll, i probably won't volunteer for it right you, you want to kind of stay in the area yeah. where you feel safe right yeah where you know you can you know you can win right it's like a known win yeah i feel you i'm not saying that's the best way to look at it either i'm sure you should just you know because we always talk about just be willing to do things you whether, know and important... you're equipped or not an important part of choose to carry more is the word choose. Yeah. That's that's what it all hinges on because it's a choice. You have a choice. It's not something that's forced on you. Um, I think of things that we all have to carry that we didn't have a choice in. Yeah. Right. You think about sickness, disabilities, that's carrying something heavy every day that yeah. you didn't choose. If you know, if you've got a sickness or death in your family or disability in your family, you're carrying a heavy load that you didn't choose. So I want us to think about choosing to carry that. Imagine if you didn't have that forced upon you, would you still choose it? Right. Would you choose to shoulder that load and carry it? So be thinking about this conversation from the frame point of choice, right? Because 
you might be listening to this and be like, oh, I carry a ton. I'm carrying this and this and this. But maybe those things you didn't have a choice. Yeah. Right. We have this massive shortage of male leadership. And we talk about this all the time. On a, it's, a, it's like a subcurrent kind of on a lot of our podcasts really mm-hmm. is kind of the men are sitting at home, not leading anything. The wife's leading the family to church. The wife is planning the vacation. The wife takes the kids to the doctor, takes the dog to the vet, right? And the man, he goes to work and what? What else? He goes to work and maybe he asks for praise because he loads the dishwasher. Yeah. I drive a Dodge Strata. <laughs> man, that's an obscure one. Respect. That was an obscure reference. People, and people I got know it. me. Yeah. <laughs> you do not interrupt me. Yeah. I mean, but as crazy as that is... That is like, I think that's a real common how it is around the dinner table. Yeah, sadly, that was if people on, even, on point. even, and that's to say if people still eat around the dinner table today. So our first thought is choose. We need to choose to carry more. And our second one, and as I go into this, I want to make a disclaimer, right? If you've got a struggle with a mental health disorder, if you're struggling with severe anxiety or depression or addiction then i'm not talking to you right maybe you need to choose to carry less Mm -hmm. so and we've talked about that we've got a whole podcast on do less yeah right and take learn how to say no to more things and scrape more things off your plate when you're feeling overwhelmed so there is that balance that i did want to disclaim on this but this podcast is really more for the guy who's got a lot of extra bandwidth yeah a lot of extra time and energy and money and he's not choosing to carry more he's just kind of throttling on idle playing a lot of golf yeah going to a lot of breweries whatever his thing is he's doing his thing right and he's not choosing to carry more for the kingdom yeah or for his family or for his community or for men's alliance or for his church so this is to that guy. So our first thought was choose, right? It's not something that's forced on you. It's a choice. Second one is this. Choose to carry more quietly. Yeah. Like, don't make a big thing about it. Just right. carry more. Right. And I, um, I love this phrase that's used in the military of don't make poopy faces. <laughs> <laughs> we don't use that one. <laughs> I've heard this one in uh, the army uh-huh. and the navy. Yeah. Um, so I got to tell you a story. So a buddy of mine that you you've actually met him a couple weeks ago, uh, Lance. Yeah. Uh, he and I we did back when we were in our thirties. We did a couple of Ironman triathlons together. Mm-hmm. And this guy every maybe like a couple of years or so, he sends me some new thing that he thinks we should register for. Yeah, train for and it. And I, I yeah. delete like <laughs> 90% of them. Yeah. He finds things. He goes to like Iceland and does ridiculous things. No He's kidding. single. Yeah. And uh, But we've done a couple of uh, triathlons together. His best life. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and uh, he sends me this one. He finds this thing called a Go Ruck Heavy. Mm. And this thing... We we both agreed right off the bat. I'll just tell you, we both agree that it's three times harder than an Ironman triathlon. No kidding. 
That's we both scored it three times yeah. harder. We we're like, absolutely. So what's the heavy part? So, Just more weight. So longer yeah. duration. So a go ruck heavy is a 24 hour event. Mm. You just keep moving for 24 hours. It's a small group team thing. It's not like a race. You can't win it. You're right. just staying with a group. And uh, it starts off, everybody has about probably around like 35, 40 pounds on their back. You had to carry yeah. a 30-pound weight plate and then plus all your water. Yeah. So you're carrying about 35, 40 pounds. And um, it started off with just like, I think it was like a 13-mile ruck. Yeah. As the kind of the warm-up. Oh, that's the warm up. That was like I'm looking for up. a 13 mile. Ruck. Yeah, that was like the first. They were like, I could probably do that in 24 hours. If if uh, they're like if they gave us a time cutoff for it, I don't remember what it was. I mean, it was like two and a half hours or something yeah. like that to do 13 miles. And they're like, and and a couple people didn't make it and quit right there at yeah. the end of that. But they said this at the end of that thing, that 13 miles, we were we took our rucks off and we were getting a water break, and they were like. I promise you that that was the easiest thing that you will do for the next 22 hours. <laughs> that was as easy as it gets. Yeah. Now we're getting started. And so what happened was they had this big pile of extra gear. So you had your ruck on and then there was also a bunch of like Jerry cans of water. You know, mm. each can weighs like 40 ish pounds right. and some logs and just some crap. And they were like, so now, and we just lost a few people too. They were like, right. now, we're going to go again and all that's coming with us. Nice. So you guys just pick all that up and just share the load and pass it around yeah. when you get tired and let's go. And so it was a fun event for the first 16 hours. Yeah. The first right. 16 hours, everybody's kind of telling funny stories yeah. and laughing and joking and every now, now the and fun, then now the fun's wore off. That's right. Like after yeah. about every like five, six hours, uh, five or six miles, right. five or six miles, we would stop, we'd put our rucks down and we would do like a ridiculous, uh, funny workout, mm. like burpees in a pond or whatever we went Gosh. by that was, we yeah. were just doing the thing. And you had, like you chose to do that or there was like an instructor no, telling yeah. you to do that. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's an event. There's like you a can guide go look or it something. Up. You can go yeah. to go ruck and look at their events. They're all led by uh, former special right. forces guys and they're telling funny stories. It's all very, uh, good natured. It's not, it's very laid back. It's not intense. I just bought my first Go Ruck pack. Did you from Go Ruck? Yeah, man, we should be getting and sponsored got, right now. I got my my weights. <laughs> got my my weights. Got my weights on Amazon though. Their weights are crazy. Yeah, their stuffs. Their stuffs. <laughs> I will tell you since we're endorsing them for free here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their stuff is super well made. Yeah, uh, but crazy overpriced. Yeah, I'd probably go to five eleven. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, in this event, here's my point of this event. We were into probably our, between our 20 to 22. They don't let you wear watches on this thing either. Nice. But we had been going for about 20 to 22 hours, had between two to four hours left, somewhere in that range where everyone's just staring at their shoelaces and just slogging along, trying <laughs> to continue carrying their load. And it's like nobody has a joke left in them at this right. point. And we're just chafed and just sore and just, Dadgum, how much longer is left in this? And they're like, oh, you guys have been going in the wrong direction for the past few hours. We got to turn around and go back. You guys might be going way over 24, right? There's some mind games yeah, going. Right. And um, so here was my situation. I had my ruck on and I'm getting, I'm falling further and further behind from the group. Yeah. And I've got one of those water cans I'm carrying 
and it is just pulling my arm off. I'm carrying like a 40 pound can in one hand, this ruck on my back. And I just keep getting further when I'd start dumping behind. the water. <laughs> I'm getting further behind. The group is like 15 yards ahead of me. And then the group's mm-hmm. 20 yards ahead of me. So there's this dude doing the go ruck with us that day. And, um, he, he was also carrying an extra piece of equipment. He had a 50 pound sandbag across his shoulders on top of his ruck. Right. And he looked back and he saw that I was really struggling and, and, uh, falling behind. And, uh, he just quietly, he just slipped back with me. Right. He was like, Hey Mills, how's it going? And I was like, I'm hanging in there. He was like, here, let me, let me grab that water jug from you. And I'm like, no, man, I'm good. You got, you got the sandbag. He was like, no, seriously, I'm good. Give me that. Give me that. And he just grabs this water jug from me. Now he's carrying his ruck, the sandbag, and he just grabbed another 40 pounds. And now you feel like a complete loser. Oh, I was way (laughs) I was there for a long time before this. He grabs that from me and then he just zipped right back up to the front. Yeah. I hate people like that. And, um, and you know, what was cool is he did that quietly. That to me, that's choosing to carry more right quietly yeah and so one of the funny lines throughout the event was you know like everybody's struggling it's hard for everybody yeah and like when somebody would grimace and be like ah yeah as they're like readjusting the weight on their shoulder or something they would always say don't make poopy noises oh yeah don't make poopy faces we always would say suffer in silence yeah anytime somebody ever would just be you just suffer in silence. You know, you will die with discipline. You know, it's like <laughs> suffer in silence. Yeah. I love don't make poopy faces. Yeah. You think about how often have you been doing some difficult workout? Maybe it's at your, your weekly tribe and, um, and you kind of want to like display on your face how hard this is so oh, that yeah. people see how mm-hmm. hard you're trying. Right. You can see this sometimes. I'm not talking about a, like a nice, good, hearty grunt to help no. you get that yeah. last little bit in. I'm talking about like that grimacey little uh, right. that people do, and it sounds like you're pooping, <laughs> yeah. right? And so in the military, they're like, mm-hmm. suffer in silence. Don't make little poopy faces. Right. Everybody's in the same thing, right? right? Like you don't need special attention. You're yeah. not unique. Yeah. So I think about as leaders choosing to carry more, we should choose it first. It's not something we're required to do. It's a choice. And then just do it quietly. Yeah. Just do it without making a big show like that dude did when he helped me out that day. Right. Yeah. By the way, that dude, when we finished the 24 hour event and we're in the parking lot and everyone is just collapsed and just laying on the ground, right. Systems are shutting down. This dude doing jumping, changed his socks (laughs) started eating a sweet potato and gearing up for the 12 hour event that followed the 24 hour event. So people could register. You could register for the 12 hour, the 24 hour or the six hour. He registered for all three. He just started pulling out a, like a raw sweet potato <laughs> yeah, he and ate it like, like an apple. Eating a sweet potato. And he was like, yeah, change his socks, fueling up. I'm about to do the 12-hour one next. Jeez, so there are like people on the planet. Yeah. There are people that live on this planet. They live amongst us. Yeah. Right? They're, they're right. on a different playing field. I'm giving it all I got to just slog through this event. Right. And he's just like 
surfing across the, yeah. the top of this thing, right? And so he, he probably doesn't have a Facebook page or a YouTube <laughs> channel that says, look at me. Right. You know? And, you know, there was another guy when he took off. This, there was this guy who had not like talked to anybody the entire event. Like we didn't really yeah. get to know him. Um, he never made jokes. He never laughed. He wasn't like, kind of like one of the dudes on that go wreck heavy, but nonetheless, he did it with us. And so we're all talking with him at the end and he pulled off his socks and like, there was no skin on his toes. Oh gosh. And we were like, how the, whoa, what the <laughs> heck dude? How did you do that? Right. But you talk about a guy that was stoic. Yeah. He didn't make any poopy faces coming from this guy. Nobody, he wasn't going, Oh guys, my toes hurt. Yeah. Right. Just we call that hamburger feet. Yeah. He just looks <laughs> this like guy had hamburger raw hamburger meat. So guys, what is the heaviest thing that you've ever chosen to carry? I want you to think about that. What's the heaviest thing you've ever chosen to carry? I talked to a group of uh, tribesmen about this question this weekend. And one of the guys talked about choosing to foster. Mm. He fostered a kid for um, like a year and a half. Yeah. I think that's a great example. That's choosing to carry something really heavy. What would you say to someone who is like, yeah, I want to carry more. I don't know where to start. Or they do start and it's not, they're not good at it or that, like say someone comes to you, like my dad, for instance, he was a choir. He was a music. He's still is a music pastor. He'd get people that joined the choir that couldn't sing a lick <laughs> and they would sing at the top of their lungs, and, but they just wanted to serve. And he would, he would always be in that time. Like, do I tell them this isn't the gift God's given you? Do I let them sing? They're kind of messing up the rest of the choir. <laughs> it's like, what do you do in that instance where someone's like, I'm going to carry more, Dave. I'm going to, I want to be your director of whatever. <laughs> and they just don't have the skill set for that. Like for sure. Or, you know, right. or yeah. just they want to start where, where does somebody start serving or caring more? That's a great question, man. Uh, I think here's where you start. Honestly, I think this is a starting point. You start in your family. Yeah. You start in your house and you start in your tribe. Maybe you're not married. Maybe yeah. you don't have kids or whatever your situation is. See, that's I think, such a simple answer. I think people are expecting, well, starting your church, yeah. some big whatever. And yeah. it's like, church is the, the answer church is right can in front be a of big you. Place. St start making your bed. That's right. I think <laughs> here's know? how you start to choose to carry more. I think you yeah. lead your wife in a devotion. Yeah. Or you lead your tribe in a devotion. Sign up to lead a devotion. That right, right there is choosing to carry more. Right. Lead a devotion. Leading your wife in a devotion is the uh, probably... It sounds the simplest. It sounds the closest to home and the easiest. Yeah. But really, it's the hardest. Yeah, that sounds like it could be intimidating. For because your wife knows everything, everything terrible about you. And so she knows all the reasons why you're not qualified to lead anybody. That was going to be my next question. What if you think your family doesn't think you're qualified to lead, they know lead you're them not. in a devotion? Spoiler alert. You're not qualified, and they already know it. Right. Like every family, yeah. you're not qualified, and they know it. So... To lead your family spiritually, it requires an incredible amount of humility. Yeah. You have Big to go humble pie. You have to go in it from the perspective of, hey, guys, I've messed up a lot. Right. I'm not perfect. 
but here's a devotion that I was reading yesterday and it really meant a lot with to me and I just want to share it with you guys. That's how you do it, right? right? You don't try to act like you're something that you're not. Right. You just go into it from absolute humility because that is the only way you're going to be able to, uh, to lead your family. So another way you can do it is maybe, um, you know, distributing food at the local pantry, joining a prison ministry, starting a small group, uh, joining the parking team at your church, joining the hospitality team at your church, right? Those are examples of choosing to carry more. I think they're all around us when we start looking for them. And honestly, you can pray for them. Right. Right. If you're not sure, just pr- say, God, you know, hey, I want to choose to carry more, but I don't know where to start. Could you show me? Yeah. Bring someone into my life that's going to offer me the opportunity right. to do something more for you. I want to read Romans 8. And I'm going to start with verse 31 because this is Paul and this is a guy who chose to carry more. Right. Um, something we haven't really done is I haven't read like a a section of uh, scripture on a podcast, but I just want to read this says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? That's so good. I think we should remember that when we're choosing to carry more, right? If God is for us, who can be against us? And then I'm going to jump down verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. And then Paul says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's how we ought to choose to carry more. Yeah. Boldly. You know, Paul could have stayed at home and written all his letters. Right. And that would have still been choosing the hard right over the easy wrong. He wouldn't have been sinning. He still would have been a good guy. He still probably would have had all his letters, you know, making up most of the New Testament. Yeah. But this dude chose to carry more. He chose to travel all around the Mediterranean region, planting churches, visiting them, which all entailed constantly being arrested yeah and beaten with rods and whipped and shipwrecked and imprisoned and eventually beheaded <laughs> under Nero wow right this is a dude who chose to carry more when he could have still been doing the right thing but just doing the easy right thing right Guys, I want us to think about this today and throughout this week. Think about how you can choose to carry more in your house, with your family, with your tribe, with your church, with your community. So one of the things that 
we definitely need to clarify is one thing that we're not talking about. Yeah. Right. We're not talking about don't ask for help. Yeah. Not like man up. We're not saying man up. It was when we're talking about suffering and silence and all that. We're just saying, you know, if you're going to take on something, just take it on humbly. Not like, hey, look at me. Oh, did you hear that I'm the new whatever? Did you hear that I'm, did you see what I'm doing? Look at me. It's more so of serving with a humble spirit. And and you're not like, seek, you're not serving to seek recognition from other people. We're not saying suffer in silence, man up. If you're having, if you're struggling with whatever you took on, oh, you know, man up and take care of it. Of course, you don't struggle alone, you know always uh, you're not too proud to help those staples still apply for sure if you need help ask for help but if you're going to choose to carry more don't choose to carry more for the recognition that comes with it right that guy that took um that extra weight from me he didn't say hey Hey, everybody look at me now okay sure i'll take mills's as well like anybody else want me to carry their stuff i'm already carrying three others i can carry whatever right there was none of that um but at the same time like if there's you no can't carry the, the load anymore, the most. If, if you can't carry your load anymore, uh, that's when you need to ask for help. So I think right. there's a balance there and there's a, a clarification that I'm glad you just made about not making poopy faces. Yeah. Um, whenever you're just trying to get a show to get right. people to look at you for how much you're doing and how hard you're, you're working. But when you legitimately need help with your load, I hope that we've made that a part of our, DNA enough through our creed that everybody knows to exactly, you know, ask yeah. for help from their tribe. Great conversation today, Shadow. Yeah, for sure. Guys, I hope that you're going to, uh, you know, take this and run with it. And we're going to be tribes full of leaders who are choosing to carry more. I look forward to seeing you men around the fire. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Men's Alliance podcast. Find your tribe at mensalliancetribe.com, or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. And send us your questions or comments to info at mensalliancetribe.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we look forward to seeing you around the fire soon.